Welcome everyone to another episode of Fan Fuel, where fans fuel talk about motorsports. I am again your interim host for our final show here. This is episode 44. Um, it's been a damn good year, and we are joined again by Dalton Good. Dalton's your second time on. How you doing, dude? Uh, good luck my last name. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Hell yeah. Yeah, always good to have you on. And then, as always, I'm joined by Nathan Ball. Um, good old perfect attendance, Nate. Mm-hmm. What do you? Yeah, uh, honestly, I don't have much to say. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know it's getting into the like the the dog days of the off season here, to where like yeah, it's been long enough. Maybe. Yeah, without weekly racing, that I'm getting kind of bored. Um, there's only so many times I can go through and binge watch NASCAR videos on YouTube. Yeah, I've gone through all of them. Yeah. Um, what do you guys? You guys have any plans for the uh, the rest of the year here? Um, yeah. Well, uh, tomorrow morning I'm uh, heading out to uh, John City to spend uh, Christmas with my dad's side of the family. I I spent Christmas with my mom's side um, last week, so we already got that out the way. So now we got now it's dad's turn. Um, then I got to head back uh, to work for a couple of days right after that. Um, not official yet, but I'm thinking about going to the uh, Music City Bowl in uh, Nashville on New Year's Eve Eve, uh, December 30th. Uh, when Tennessee plays uh, Purdue, uh, nothing's official yet, but hopefully I'll get to go to that game. And uh, then the New Year's here. That's about it for now. Yeah, that's well, yeah. about it for me. Um, I don't really have much going on, so I'm a split family. So I'm probably gonna do Christmas half and half, like half the day at one house, half the day at the other. Um, other than that, probably sleep in till at least ten every day. I don't know. This is like the one week of the year where I have nothing going on. So yeah, yeah, I'm about the same. I'll do morning with dad over at my house we'll do breakfast and presents hang out most of the day and then probably go to mom's for dinner um new year's eve i don't know what i have going on but i'm sure i'll be at a party somewhere um you know i do have i have work tomorrow and all next week except for friday so i i would love to go to downtown nashville for a new year's eve but i don't have my damn wallet I lost my license in it oh damn how'd you do oh, that yeah. well me and my roommate went to go see uh, Spider-Man uh, last week, and uh, we saw, like, the final showing. We went at the 11 o'clock showing, and uh, I thought – I remember I bought some hot dogs. I put the wallet back in my pockets, um, and then we sat down. We watched the movie, and then I thought I had it with me. I, I thought I felt it in my pocket, and then uh, I woke up the next morning. I couldn't find where I usually put it, and I'm like, wait, where's my wallet? And uh, I asked my roommate if he's seen it. He said no, and uh, but I had to go to work, so I really didn't have any time to look. And he went to the movie theater, like, the exact moment they opened to see if they uh, found it. And uh, apparently they oh. didn't. So, yep. Man. Well, hopefully it turns up in just, like, a stupid spot here in the next couple days. Uh, dude, I checked everywhere, and I finally gave up. Like, uh, my roommate went over there. He asked if anybody turned it in. They said no. And uh, they we even checked the exact seats in the exact theater that we were in. Uh, they even lifted up the whole seat. One in there, too. I came home. I uh, – Checked the pockets of the clothes I wore. I uh, checked under my car. And I said, yeah, fuck it. I'm not uh, wasting any more time trying to find out. I'll just go get some new ones. Yeah. Yeah, well, damn, that's always a bummer, losing a wallet. Oh, it pisses me off to no end. It's it's the one thing in life that annoys me the most. Apparently, Alex has lost his wallet oh, wow. four Jeez. times at the movies. That's a one. I've never lost it yet. Man. So I'm hoping I can keep that going. Uh, hopefully you don't because it – it's awful. It, it sucks. Yeah, I've, I've lost, lost my keys. That's that's pretty much all I've lost. If 
If anybody in the Murfreesboro, Tennessee area finds a checker flag wallet with uh, my license in it, please call, please contact me if you can. Um, even yeah. though I already bought, even though I already ordered new credit cards and a uh, new license, uh, just if you, if you can find it, uh, just let me know. No cash is in it, thank God, but still. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that is shitty. Man. Yeah. Bum start to the week. And you had some news about Kyle Bush come out. Made the week even a little bit worse. Oh. For those who haven't seen it, M&M's and Mars announced that they are leaving Joe Gibbs Racing at the end of 2022, effectively ending their sponsorship um, with Kyle Busch. They are leaving NASCAR um, altogether after the end of this next season. Um, so it'll be the first time since I think 97 at least that a Mars car has not been um, a sponsor in a NASCAR race. Um, and you can even go back before that when they had the Snickers cars. So Candyman, Dalton. What was your your reaction when that news broke? Well, I mean, everything was going fine that day. Um, I was just at work uh, doing my doing my job, and uh, Nick from the Stock Car Spectacle in my group chat uh, sent me a link from uh, Adam Stern's Twitter that uh, Eminem was leaving. I clicked on. I'm like, no, like I even screamed though, like in the middle of work, and uh, I just I just really couldn't believe. It. I didn't expect it to be like. It, it was pretty much like a slap in the face. Um, I probably should have known that that might have happened in the near future, but I really didn't think it was going to happen this year. Um, I knew – I also knew M&M's was uh, – contract was up at the end of the year, but I really – I thought they were going to resign for maybe a couple more years like they usually do, but uh, now they're gone. So uh, it's, it's just very disappointing. It sucks to lose a sponsor, especially a sponsor who's been in the sport for – nearly three decades and uh, who's been supporting Kyle Busch through thick and thin. Uh, and, and remember, this is a company that easily could have uh, chose not to come back in 2012 after the Ron Horton day incident, you know, because mm -hmm. they've, they've been so loyal to Kyle and uh, his fans have been so loyal to the company as well. And uh, for them to just leave, it's just, it's really sad. Um, the I, I got to say the future for Kyle Busch is a little bit uncertain to me. I don't know what the fallout is going to be. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know if he'll, be a joke is racing much longer. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I guess we're just going to find out more about that, uh, late next year and see what, what all is going to happen and, uh, see where it ends up. Yeah. I was pretty shocked at that too. Like I knew it was going to happen at some point just not now. Um, I think the biggest loss for it is the kids because every time you see a kid that's like a NASCAR fan, like, you know, Hey, I got in it because the M&M's car, or, Hey, I know what the M&M's car looks like. And even when I was a little kid, I used to know that too, because I was like, that's the most recognizable car there is for someone like me when I was, you know, maybe fourth or fifth grade growing up. So now there's no more, you know, candy car for a kid. Like there's no more thing they can easily identify with, you know, kids aren't going to identify with like FedEx or whatever. So it's just, yeah, I don't yeah. see like what the next kid friendly sponsor is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause when I was a kid, it was always Ken Schrader. Um, he was the M&M's guy and then obviously went to Elliot Sadler and David Gill in for a season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that is a good point, but I mean, it really just shows like the state of sponsorship in NASCAR that um, it's, it might not be worth it for these big companies to stick around that long and become a primary sponsor for as many races as we've seen Mars take on. Um, you know, you got to think it's not just M&M's it's Snickers. It's, the you know it's, the gum brands the double mint and spearmint dude it's uh, not it's 90 percent of the schedule here yeah that we're talking yeah it's crazy um, um go ahead well well what i was gonna say was that um 
actually, you know what? I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so I got a comment here. Myra saying that according to Alex, they got a new chief of marketing and that's why they're leaving. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. If, um, if I was going to say, stuck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, you can't really blame anybody for the situation. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are blaming NASCAR. I mean, which sometimes they usually do. And sometimes it's understandable, but, um, what everybody needs to know is that this was announced like they were notified way before the number changed. Uh, yeah. They were notified in the summer. Uh, everyone also thought uh, it was because uh, Kyle said the R word at Martinsville. That was also not true either. Um, thank you, Adam Stern, for confirming that, by the way, uh, letting us know that they were under new management. They just want to go explore new things. Um, I mean, again, it sucks. I really hate their leaving, uh, especially of all the money I spent on them. Uh, but yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's business. I get it. Um, if they want to go to explore new things, let them. Um, I thank them for everything they've done the past 15 years. I'm ready to celebrate uh, one final year this year with them. And uh, I'll, I'll yes, I will definitely keep all my Eminem stuff. Uh, I mean, at least they're not going to another driver. That's that's one positive about it. But um, all I can say is just thank you, Eminem. I just hate to head in this way. Yeah, and Nate and I were wondering that before you hopped on too is. So right. if, if Kyle gets a new sponsor, say Monster Energy comes on full time with him. Are you going to replace all your gear with Monster Energy? Well, Monster Energy is definitely not happening because of uh, Ratty Energy. Using, yeah, using that as a. Yeah. However, I would love for Monster to come back because I miss that 54 Monster Car heavily. But um, with the Ratty Energy, that that'll never happen, of course. Uh, that That's going straight to Ty Gibbs. Um it, it just depends on what happens. Um, of course, you know, we've still got interstate batteries, but they're not going to do the whole schedule. I mean, we all know that. They may bump up, I don't know, four, six more races, but they're not doing the whole schedule, obviously. Um, I mean, honestly, whatever sponsor comes in, I'll support them 100% no matter what it is. Uh, it's going to suck to have to replace all this, uh, yes, but um, it's, it's what I got to do. You know, I, I always love to support all Kyle's sponsors, and uh, whichever one comes in, I'll – I'll go ahead and buy the products. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it would always be worse. You could have like Viagra, like Mark Martin or something like that. Yeah. If like, you got to get a hold like, room full yeah. of extent. If, yeah. So, so my group chat was asking me about this and if it happens to be extensive or Viagra, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do that. <laughs> Cause yeah. I just can't, I can't go walking around that time uh, in Viagra shit. I'm like, they're going to look at me like I'm a pedophile or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If any sponsors are watching, this is how loyal NASCAR fans are. Right. Like, Come on, sign on to a driver. I mean, I've heard stories of kids that were growing up with Mark Martin gear. Like, they would wear their jacket to school or whatever, and they'd get in trouble or they'd get it taken away from them. Oh, so, yes, I think it's a Budweiser for Dale Jr. and yeah, uh, Kevin yeah. Harvick. Yeah, I used to be able to not wear any Budweiser stuff when I was a Dale Jr. fan when I was, like, seven, eight years old. As middle school, yeah, they're they're not gonna let you wear that. High school, they really didn't care, but middle school, they'll get you. Yeah, yeah. Usually, once you get into high school, they kind of understand that you're not wearing it to wear a Budweiser shirt. It's because of your fandom, right? Um, other big news that happened this week, which the vocal minority is completely stoked about, is that the <laughs> package oh. is gone. NASCAR Woo! has. That they will no longer be running the 550 high downforce package. Instead, they're going to go to 670. Isn't that much of a jump, but it's still a jump. Um, and they're going to go down to a four-inch spoiler. Um, and this was announced by Steve O'Donnell saying that he thinks it's going to improve better racing 
um, this, that, and the other thing. Dalton, what's your opinion on that? We, t- we talked about it a little bit last night. And like I said, the vocal minority won. How about that, Steve Phelps? Um, I'm just so happy that Steve O'Donnell and Steve Phelps finally realized what real racing is. Um, and the driver input, I really didn't think they were ever going to listen to the drivers again. You know, I thought they were going to the uh, the fans' perspective and they, they were going to stick to the fan council's opinions. But no, they, they finally – finally redeemed himself and said, Hey, uh, I, I guess you guys are right. We're going to stick with a six, uh, 670, excuse me. I keep thinking of 650 for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. but I mean, the drivers are very happy with it. Uh, I'm very surprised. we never heard what Kyle's reaction was. I really wanted to hear it, but I mean, overall, uh, no matter what he says, I mean, all the drivers seem very, very happy about it. I was really interested in, uh, Brian Kozlowski's comments on it, how it felt like a 2005 car. Now, granted, he never ran the Cubs series in 2005, but the, uh, Bush series at the time was, they were running the same cars as Cup, so I mean, technically the same thing. Um, so I'm very happy to see. Uh, I'm very excited about that. The race is going to be even better next year. Uh, the 550 was just never going to work. Uh, it, I, I'm glad they didn't stick to it. Um, and I just, before we move on to the 670, I just want every fan that, out there to know that um, not every race next year is going to be a barn burner. Okay, this does not mean that every race next season is going to be good. I hope you guys understand that. If you say a race is boring, say a race is boring, but don't you dare be bitching saying, oh, I, I, I want my 550 package bag. Those are the good old days, you know? <laughs> like, get yeah. the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a time maybe three or four years from now where they're going to be like, oh, I want Kentucky back. You know, this was such a good racetrack. And they're going to, you know, spam videos of the 2019 finish or whatever. <laughs> I will be honest with you. Cody uh, talked about this at, on an old episode on Left or Cole. He talks about how, you know, he – he tries so hard not to bash tracks anymore uh, until he goes to him. Like he hates Texas, but he went to Texas and he c- can't confirm that it's bad. Uh, but Kentucky for me, I've been to Kentucky and it's actually not as bad as people say it is. Um, I don't think it isn't the best track in the world. H- hell no. Uh, Brute Smith was way off on that, but Kentucky was actually a pretty good weekend. I went to that 2019 race, which really? was a fun finish. I mean, most of the race, yeah, wasn't really all that good, but the finish, yeah. And, and plus, the people were nice there, so I don't really hate Kentucky as much as other people do, so just had to put yeah. that out there. Our uh, our guest last week was Gabriel Ryer. Um, I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter at all. Oh, yeah, um, I know him. And we uh, we were talking this week after – it was between last episode and this week um, that we wouldn't be surprised if there was drivers threatening like a mass exodus because of the package. Um, not because the Steve said it was going to be better or whatever. Like if the drivers came out and said, you know, if this doesn't change, we're going to leave after 2022, like fucking all of us. Right. Um, and especially like hearing some of their comments, it makes it at least a little bit more believable. Obviously we're never going to know what was said behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, Steve's have been, I mean, headstrong about this for years now and they have not listened to the drivers i wonder why they decided to this time it wasn't because those cars were unstable that that wasn't the reason yeah i'm pretty curious because i'm thinking hopefully down the line we get like a kyle bush biography or a tony stewart biography where they can just say everything that happened behind closed doors yeah because when they're racing they're certainly not allowed to say this kind of stuff so i'm really really hoping that one day we get like the full story behind everything and one thing I want to point out, I'm really glad that they finally fixed it because what everybody needs to remember is that NASCAR got an extra year like gifted to them from above right. to get this car right, and finally they they made it work. So 
they, yeah. they, they had, if they were given an extra year because of COVID, that, that's all, the only good thing about this pandemic is that they got an extra year to get this car right. And if, if you would have stuck to this 550 package after an extra year of more work on it, I, uh, that, I can't describe how bad that would have been for the sport in general. Yeah, yeah, that would have tanked the sport um, in a, I mean, in a huge way. You're talking about all this research that they've spent years doing, um, all of a sudden getting kicked in the nuts after one full-time season if the 550 doesn't work out. Um, eek. Yeah, big oof. <laughs> um, next one I got, I don't know if, I know Nate, you saw it because Jared mentioned it in our group chat. Dalton, you didn't know about this until I brought it up, but today it was announced that Casey Kane is going to go full-time in the World of Outlaws next year for his team KKR. Um, he's going to be driving the number nine caravan sprint car. Um, so he will be racing alongside Brad Sweet, who is currently the three-time consecutive champion of the World Outlaws. Um, what's your guys' take on that? We're going to see Casey Kane go full-time racing again. Uh, yeah, good for Casey. Uh, glad to see he's doing well. Um, I really hate he left the sport the way he did with his health issues back in 2018. Um, it's good to see him having fun in other series, uh, ha having fun in dirt as well. Um, also with Brad Sweet as well. I actually remember Brad Sweet. I remember he, him and uh, Casey Kane shared mm -hmm. rides in the Nationwide Series back mm -hmm. in uh, the five car, back in like the 13, 14 yeah. year, something like that. That was pretty cool. So, yeah, good for Casey. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think the best thing out of this is that it must mean that something's better with his health than it was when he left. Um, and again, I like seeing guys in other series have fun because I, I do think that even if he stuck around in NASCAR for a few more years, then he still would have wound up where he is now, just maybe later than now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with his health issues, it was more so the length of the NASCAR races. Like right. he's filled in for world outlaws races since, um, and he seems to be able to do those just fine. Cause they're short races. He can get out of the car, relax, kind of catch his breath and everything. Um, but that is, it is really cool to see. It's going to be interesting to see how the entire schedule affects him. I mean, because the World Outlaws, I think, are racing 93 races next season. Um, so, I mean, it's, sure. it's a long, grueling schedule, but it's nothing he's not familiar with. Um, obviously, yeah. we have a team that goes out and they run every race. Um, so, I mean, it'll be cool to see him racing again. Um, it's, it's definitely not as much of a kick in the nuts to see an old driver go to, like, IndyCar like Jimmy Johnson um instead go back to something that they they grew up doing um which i'm a huge fan of hey fun fact about casey kane his wife uh recorded me at national super speedway and put it on their uh twitter page hell yeah yeah um this was after the xfinity race when kyle won his uh 100th uh me uh my buddy par from lifter cold and uh this guy i know named alex we went down there just to wait right a nation flag after kyle won hopefully we could get some attention but uh and then casey kane's wife uh amy was uh doing some promotional work for that weekend like she was doing like the instagram videos like for social media and she founded us and uh she started everybody started taking pictures of us with the flag and everything and uh she asked us hey can we do like a quick video for a uh, social media i said yeah go for it so i thought that was pretty cool huh where did your uh, like your profile pic of you yelling? Where'd that come from? Same um, oh yeah, that was yeah same day. So uh, I went day. down. I found some other Kyle fans with the uh, another Kyle Busch flag. I wanted to go and talk to him for a little bit and like get a picture with them. And uh, it was on a restart, and Kyle took the lead, and that's when I was screaming. And I actually saw the photographer like sit down from there, like taking the picture. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, I hope that shows up somewhere. And in the middle of the race, everybody started tagging me saying, hey, look at you. I'm like, oh, well, there I am. 
Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. National National Super Speedway, they love me. I got three pictures on their social medias right now. Yeah, damn. Yeah. You got a little celebrity over here. Yeah, it's I posted like a meme on the Twitter like a couple weeks ago. I posted like all the pictures that Nashville Super Speedway took of me, like one at the race track or one at the burnouts on Broadway and uh two at the race, and uh I put the Toby Bogart Spider-Man saying they love me. Yeah. Yeah, you're famous on, I guess, on and off Twitter. How many followers are you up to now on Twitter? I just reached 1,800. I'm two away from uh, 2,250. Damn. How do you get so many followers? I don't know. Like It it started last year. Uh, It started with that picture of uh, what it looked like Kyle's flipping Joey off when his engine blew up at the 500 last year. Uh, I got, like, a whole bunch of retweets for that, and then I just – Everybody just started viewing me as like some uh, content creator on Twitter or something like this diehard Kyle Busch fan. And everybody just started following me left and right. I, I remember, I don't know if I told you this on the last episode I was with y'all, but I started 2020 with like 550 to 575 followers. And I ended it with uh, 1700. Yeah. 1700. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause yeah, I remember when I started following you, yeah, it was about four yeah. to 500. Um, yeah around there yeah and you just blew up it seemed like overnight I, yeah yeah and then i go to the racetrack and like i i usually don't think i'm like a celebrity like i didn't i did not understand how many people like recognize me like every time i go to race everybody's asking are you doing good are you doing good yo can we take a pic with you can, can i have your autograph i'm like yeah sure i, I didn't think i didn't think i was getting yeah. this much fame like damn but uh yeah it's pretty awesome nate you gotta work on that yeah, I know. Like, I'm I'm out here sometimes with content. Sometimes I'm not like a 24 seven person. It, but it took it took me a while, bro. I mean, uh, I was like a pretty much a nobody for a long, long time, and then I just started like just now got my fame like last year. So it just takes a while. Then you got to get a little creative with it. And uh, also, I usually get like all my tweets from like a uh, vault Twitter because like uh, those guys are ready. Like, if you tweet one bad thing about them. You think NASCAR Twitter's bad? They'll go after your ass. So that's kind of where I get it from. I kind of want to be like that Tennessee fan of uh, NASCAR, pretty much like like a Vol Twitter slash NASCAR account, if, if that makes sense. You know, I, yeah, I want to be know like where that. I, found you. I think I found you from either a reaction video you did, or it was like a some sometime you were arguing with the Chase Elliott fan. That's all I know. Um, that's how I got on yeah, Left Turn yeah, Colt. Follow this guy. I yeah, that's how I got on Left Turn Colt because. Um, after the 500, there was this guy who thought I was a Chase Elliott fan, and I had to do a video say, bitch, look at my room. <laughs> like, do you see any Chase Elliott shit anywhere? And then Lefter Colt said, hey, Parv, we found a Kyle Busch fan for you. What, you want him on the show? And uh, they got me on, and then we stayed in touch for a couple months, and then Jacob and Cody had their issues, and they were like, hey, Dom, do, do you mind filling in? I said, yeah, yeah, sure I can. And then after a while, they're like, Dom wants you to stay with us. I said, all right, well, let me have that contract. Then here I am yeah. on Lefter Colt. Hell yeah. Yep. We also have some stuff to recap from last night. If you guys didn't see it, we had a collaboration oh, from Left Turn Cult, Fan Fuel, and Chair Gaten. Um, three podcasts. I think it was almost everyone from all the podcasts. Uh, Nate was on for a little bit, um, and he got oh, off. Man. Alex didn't make it, and I think you guys had someone that didn't make it, right? Oh, well, Cooper was late. Cooper was it. late. Um so, yeah, I mean, minus Alex, everyone checked in last night. It was a great time. Um, we did a – we had votes on different categories. Dalton, my guy here, won – what would you win? The Brand Supporter of the Year. Uh, 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Nate, were you still around for that? I oh, yeah, that was the first one we did. Like, I already yeah. knew who I was voting for the moment they said they were going to do, like, yeah. best friends quarter. I won the most likely to start beef on Twitter, which is – That's pretty fair. Yeah. 100% facts. Yeah, I'll even start beef off Twitter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, what about yeah nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I even got kicked out of my local racetrack this year for a start beef. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's it's a long story. <laughs> yeah, you guys tell me this after the show or something. Not a, yeah, not allowed at my local track anymore. Um, Damn. Not for the remainder of twenty one. I don't know about twenty two. Um, what else? I mean, several awards were handed out. Um, I think Cody won most likely to black out at an NASCAR race. Definitely Cody. Um, Parv obviously won worst takes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's fucking Marvel list. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a fun time. And then we went right into some games. Um, we did a Christmas-themed, almost like a taboo game, um, which there was a big argument about. I am going to go out on the record and say, Chairgaten, Dakota, I rewatched it. You guys are right. Um, however, I had to stick to my guns and argue that we had 36 points. It worked. We ended up tying, um, officially tying. Um, we did a trivia game, which yours truly won, as well as like a, a, a hide and seek almost, or like a like a finders kind of game. I don't know how to describe it. It was a great time. And oh, double yeah. my guy here. What, oh, what do she have? <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So I swear to God, I never heard the word wool in my entire fucking life. Like I swear. I can I can definitely explain that. So last night we had I had to um or no 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 excuse me. Rattlestate had to describe one word for to get me to say sweater, like Chris's sweater. And uh and he says a uh, wool. And I, my first reaction was like, what the fuck is a wool? And then I, I just I just can't claim to say it. I have never heard that word in my entire life. And you guys are just so baffled by my reaction. I'm like, I seriously never heard that word in my entire life. How am I supposed to know? Yeah. Man, that was great. There's a clip floating around on Twitter. Um, I think it's on Facebook as well. I'll have to share it. If you guys haven't seen it yet, be sure to check it out. It was a great time to figure out that Mr. Dalton Good did not know what wool was. Um, and it's even your Twitter bio now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I went, and co- I went to Wikipedia, copied and pasted the uh, definition, and now it's on my bio, so I won't forget now. Yeah. We need to Photoshop you like a like an Eminem's sheep. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, would it be funny as hell if uh, Kyle Bush gets some kind of wool sponsor <laughs> after Eminem's yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah, wool socks or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Them Christmas sheep, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Um, we were live last night on Left Turn Cult's account. Um, it was the NAS Christmas special because Jared forgot an S in Christmas. Yeah, so, NAS Christmas. Um, it is more than likely going to be a tradition. We'll probably do it again next year. Um, yes. I'm down to make it like a once every six months kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, that was a great time. Y'all check it out. You are probably – Going to have to pause it from laughing at some point. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> we got sloppier and sloppier as the night went on. Yeah. It was it was all mess, but yeah, dude, that was probably the most fun podcast I've ever been on. My at least I gave you guys some entertainment. It it would not have been as good if it wasn't for me uh, not knowing what wool is. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so 
we're here last show 2021. Um, I want to go around and I want to ask everyone your best and your worst moments from the season. We'll go around. Dalton, give me a best or a worst moment for you from 2021. It could be anything racing. Anything? Okay. Um, I have to do the uh, 2021 Xfinity Series night race at Bristol that, and, that, and that finish. So I hated not being there. So I used to do for Bristol night race weekend every single year. I would always uh, – me and Dad would always spend the whole weekend there. You know, trucks on the Wednesday night, Xfinity Friday, the Cup Saturday, just to cap it all off. Uh, but I moved to Murfreesboro, got a job. So uh, thanks, James, unfortunately. But um, – I had cup race tickets for the night race, uh, so I was definitely not missing that, but that means I had to sacrifice the Xfinity race. Um, I remember uh, I left from Murfreesboro to uh, Johnson City just to go to the night race the next day. I knew the Xfinity race was, series race was on, so uh, I had my Hulu app on, uh, and I just put it on my phone while uh, and laid it somewhere while I was driving. I didn't watch the whole thing, just, just so you know, but like uh, I kind of like – did this just for a little bit, like every five minutes to see what was happening. But mostly I just listened to it. And then there was a green white checkered. I was 20 minutes from home when the final restart was getting ready to happen. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pull over, see what happens. So I pulled over on the side of the road just to watch the final two laps. And holy shit, I was amazed at what happened. I'm like, dude, thank God I pulled over. Cause that was probably the, probably the best finish I've ever seen in history. It, it topped 2013 California. So Xfinity race uh, at Bristol, best race of the year in all three series uh, by far. Uh, I don't, I can't think of another finish that topped that. Yeah, we'll yeah, that's early pick for race of the decade right there. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. I mean, for me, I've got I've got a couple categories to split it into for best because like I can't really just pick one. Um, I'd probably say the best weekend was probably the 2021 Coke Zero Four Hundred. Um, a couple people I knew came out. This was the first time they've ever been to an oval race because I think one of them went to Sonoma and then the other one has gone to Texas. So he never really got like an entertaining race before. So Texas. we went out to both races. They, they sat in our section, everything. Um, they were amazed. They'd never been to Daytona before and it was our first time. And, you know, they're thinking like, this is the greatest racetrack on earth. This, everything's nice. You know, we had a good time. So that was up there too. Um, Another one for me is probably the rental carding this year. Um, there was a couple endurance races on Labor Day. I had maybe, what, an hour and a half of sleep. Got up, drove three hours. This was, this was the night after the Southern 500, and it was probably like 100 degrees outside. Um, did not expect to win. You know, the moment I saw guys showing up in fire suits, I was like, yeah, we're, we're in trouble here. <laughs> and sure enough, I there was a guy ahead of me. I was like, I was leading the race early through the pit stops, and – there was a dude behind me that was, I recognized the suit color. I'm like, this, this is the guy that was behind me earlier, but this time he's ahead of me. So I drive all the way up to him. The white flag comes out and the guy waits to wave the flag until I'm there. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this, is this what I think's happening? And I come around races over and they're like, oh yeah, you actually won. You were a lap ahead of that guy. So I was like, wait, what? And that was pretty amazing. Um, other two races I finished second, I think, but still, Lots of fun times at Bushnell. Um, there's, I've probably done like 15 or 20 races this year. And if you ever have a rental car track, go out and do them because they're a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Almost live in the field. That's a big achievement, even if in karting. Um, right. Alex has one. He just chimed in via Myra here um, from Alex. Best of 2021 
the Indy 500 winter celebration. That was pretty damn cool seeing uh, Elio win it again. Um, and the fact that they yeah. just – they didn't do a, a NASCAR situation where they immediately shoved a camera in his face as soon as he got out oh, yeah. of the interview. They just let yeah. him run around on the front stretch for a yeah, while. Yeah, half like an hour. Yeah, it was – that was pretty damn cool. I wish I'm an Alex Pillow fan too, but I'm like, yeah. you know what, I'm cool with this. Yeah, I wish NASCAR just let the guy celebrate for a minute, you know. Um, especially in situations like that. And Alex has the first worst. He says spending his money on the Coke 600 oh, and sitting no. for a 600-mile race without a single pass. <laughs> God. Yeah, he bitched yeah, about that one night. quite a bit. Um, my best, I'm going to go – man, this is hard because Dalton took mine. <laughs> I'm going to go Blaney's Daytona win. Um He'd already gotten his there. second yeah. win of the season the week before that in Michigan, which is the first time he'd ever got two wins of the season. Um, but that wreck going into turn three in the last lap of the 400 at Daytona was pretty cool because that all but secured the win for Blaney. Yeah, I was really hoping LaJoy would win because I had money on him and I would have, I bet a dollar that night and I ended up winning like 60 bucks off of DraftKings because yeah. I picked like four of the top five or whatever. And I had LaJoy in there. And if I had LaJoy, I probably would have won like $200 off that single dollar. So I was like, you know, nothing against Blaney, but I was like, man, I really need LaJoy to win this race. Yeah. Well, nothing against LaJoy, but I'm stoked that Blaney won that race. That's <laughs> that was pretty damn cool to see him win it. Um, Cause he's, he gets so close at restrictor plate races almost every time he goes out. Um, he's been close in the 500 before. Um, you know, it, it's, it was super cool to see him win one live. Um, that was only the second time I'd ever seen him win live. So it was really? pretty damn cool. Yeah. Nice. Cause I watched Michigan and Daytona were the only two times I've ever seen Blaney win live. Uh, There's no way. No, the Roval race I was working, Pocono I was working. Um, Talladega, I was at that race and it rained out and I had to listen to him win on the way home. Um, oh, I've had that happen to you before. Yeah. And then Atlanta, I was driving back from uh, Denver at the time that the Atlanta race was going on. So by the time I got home, he had already won and people were lighting me up on Twitter. So, yeah, I got to see Blaney win twice live this year. That was pretty damn cool. Um, Dalton, do you have a worst? Um, the Bristol dirt race this year. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be bad from the very beginning. They announced it. Um, what really pissed me off about announcement, I, I know I'm repeating myself being a dead horse right now, but like <clears throat> when they announced it in 2020 with the new schedule, I I knew they were talking about going to dirt. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Like, how, how are you going to do that? But I was like, you know, okay, I mean, whatever it is, what it is, I'll try it. But then what really pissed me off the most about the Bristol dirt from the very start was the date they put it on, which was in – uh, late March, and for those of you who don't live in East Tennessee, um, March is the month where it floods in this area every single year. Um, and there's actually a very good trend of spring races at Bristol getting rained out in March. Um, ever since 2007, I counted uh, eight times for the spring race that it was either rain delayed or postponed, and for the night race, only one time in 2016, if that tells you anything. So, um, I was like, you know, screw this. I'm just going to save my money for Nashville. But then I got uh, free tickets for the elevator guys at Bristol Motor Speedway. I said, okay, I guess I'll just go try it and uh, see what happens. But I, I said, I'm going back to work on Monday. And so if it rains, I didn't want to come anyway. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So I turned around and went home. Uh, the truck race uh, for the uh, – no, 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 not the truck race. The, uh, the heat races for the trucks. Uh, we were getting ready to go watch that. But then we knew rain was coming. I said – 
uh, you know what, we're not going to get in that. And then they started it, and then they immediately had to stop it because nobody could see. I'm like, dude, what what an embarrassment this is. And then I'm like, this is exactly why you should not never scheduled it on uh, late March. Uh, I knew this was going to happen. I was right this entire time. I mean, I, I hate to claim I'm right, but I mean, come on. <clears throat> and, and then the very next day I had to work. I listened to it on the uh, radio and it sounded like a shit show on the radio. And then I got home and watched the final 50 laps and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. But um, th- and now they're doing it next year. They even announced they were going next year before he was even over. I'm like, can you just let this shit play out before you go announcing it? Um, so, but I have decided that I'm going to try Bristol dirt one more time next year. I'll, I will ask off work just to, just, just, just to see it. Um, See it in person, see if it'll change my mind. I mean, they they fixed it. I mean, it's a later day. It's a Saturday night race, but it's on Easter Sunday, which yeah, big some yikes. people yeah like I understand. I really don't understand like why they didn't do it the Saturday night before. I, like I don't know who's in charge of scheduling those races, but not not to be a dig, but I just want to get him on my show or somewhere just simply ask him. You know what? What's your plan here? I mean, if you want people to, I get it. You want people to come out to the spring race, but if you keep scheduling it on late March where the weather sucks every year at Easter Sunday night, you're not going to get those tickets and you're not going to be able to pay yeah. for putting dirt uh, on it and taking it off every single year. So, I mean, you need to figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, Bristol Dirt, I thought it was an embarrassment uh, this year, but I'll give it one more try, uh, see see how it is in person. And if not, then we just, you just need to give me my concrete date back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can yeah, see kind of where they're thinking with the Easter Sunday is maybe, you know, there's nothing else really on TV. Hopefully they get some more of that TV audience. But you're going to sacrifice so much in ticket sales. I mean, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. That no, what no, dude, pe- people are going to be going home. Like, they're not even going to watch TV. Like, that's usually the time where everybody's like, if they go, I don't know, to out of town or somewhere to visit family and they want to watch the race, well – they got to go. Everybody's got to go work the next day. I mean, I got to go work the next day, but I'm, I'm asking, I'm going to ask off, uh, but well, you're not going to get that. We're not their, we're not their core demographic. It's LA. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, yeah, that was a, yeah. That whole weekend was a low light. Cause I was, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, Hamlin's got the fastest car you got a long run coming. Caution. I was pissed. Out. He's second to Logano. And I was like, Oh, this, you know, this is perfect. He's going to move him out of the way, you know, knowing what's going to happen. And, nothing happens and i won't forgive you know, Danny for that the rest of the day getting clowned by my friends like oh your driver lost to joey logano and it's like yeah it was just a bad time yeah nate what's your worst of 2021 oh, man that's uh, we gotta go all the way back to the start um anybody who knows me on twitter knows that i am a massive fernando alonso fan like you know as you can see behind me um I, he comes back to F1, and I was like, you know, I don't I don't really know why he wants to come back. You know, he could go to IndyCar. There's better teams out there for him. You know, why come back to a, a middle-of-the-road team? And, you know, he had a terrible first couple races just to the point of, you know, like he's not used to the tires. He's not used to the cars. He needs the steering fixed and everything. And, you know, it, it all kind of came to a head in one weekend in Monaco where he was, what, like he qualified 17th out of 20 cars. And I was like, something's wrong here. Something's really, really wrong. And that was rough. Like, I don't know if this is how, like, you know, a Jimmy Johnson fan felt for the last couple of years. And I was like, is this what it feels like to have your favorite driver get washed up? And, you know, sure enough, after that, everything was like smooth sailing. You know, they they fixed a lot of the kinks and everything was fine. But, oh, no, man, that was 
We oh no, Dalton left. <laughs> yeah, we lost him. He was he was messing with his phone. I wonder if he accidentally kicked it out. Yeah. We'll give him I a thought minute. it was on the computer. Yeah, well, I saw him messing with it. Um like, yeah, it was rough. Like I had no I didn't think he was gonna be that bad for him coming back. But it's just Yeah. I mean he was just running around ahead of like maybe two or three cars for the first month of the season and I'm glad it did get sorted out and I'm glad that he got back on the podium because the other than that, it was rough. And another thing that was rough for me is probably like, you know, I said I was going to get in shape this year. Um, had one too many meals at McDonald's this year. Nothing really happened yeah. in terms of fitness improvement. Um, I got in the two Oh six cart for the first time a few months ago, did it for 40 minutes, not expecting it to be that tiring. I come out, my legs are completely bruised from hitting the fuel tank so many times. And, you know, every, like my neck, my back, everything is sore. And I was like, shoot, you know, I, I completely missed. I was like, man, I thought I was going to get in shape. And it never happens. So yeah, if you ever make a New Year's resolution, stick to it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be following that because I need to lose a little bit of weight this next year. Dalton, you good like your last name? <laughs> yeah, shout out to my mom for calling me in the middle of the show. Oh. <laughs> I saw you messing with it. I figure you just accidentally closed it out. Well, yeah, well, mom called me. I hung up immediately, and then it was refreshing for y'all, and I, it was taking a little bit, so I'm, like, I'm just going to log off and come back in. Sorry yeah. about that. Thanks, that mom. That happened with uh, Keith Merrick when we had him on. He got, like, three phone yep. calls during it, and he had his phone set up kind of weird on, like, some sort of shelf or something, and every time it vibrated, it kicked him out, and, like, his phone would fall off the back of the shelf. So we'd see the fall, fall, yeah, and then yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, it'd be easy if I was on my computer, but my mic's a piece of shit. So yeah, we gotta use get it. Mic. Well, Dad's buying me a JBL uh, headset with a mic on it uh, for Christmas, so uh, I'm oh, gonna yeah. get that set up. It's, it's Bluetooth, so uh, hopefully that fixes everything. But this thing, yeah, I'm done with it. It's yeah. I, I tried everything to fix it, and it's it's a piece of shit. We tried it last night, and you said we were still having problems. So yeah. Yeah, tired of fixing it. Uh, my worst of 2021 is going to be that race in Austin, Texas at Coda. Why the oh, hell were we out there? Why, why were we racing in that shit? Um, we had a few really bad accidents. Um, I mean, within a span of just a few minutes, it seemed like. Um, we had the good, the good clip of MTJ flipping off the in-car camera um, after his accident. Um, and then we had that bullshit finish of where Chase got into the lead. They kind of let him run a couple laps and just said, all right. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, now it's too dangerous. Like, right yeah. when he's leading. After it let up on rain. Right. Like, yeah. like, well, now oh, it's, now it's dangerous because yeah. Chase is in the race. Yeah, that was such bullshit. Oh, I was so pissed that week. I mean, it sucks. Like, I was mad because I love rain racing. Like, I spend my whole time telling people that have never seen a rain race. and like, you are going to love this. You know, rain racing is my favorite thing. It's super fun. And sure enough, Coda happens. I mean, F1 at Spa, that was even bigger embarrassment. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't get any rain racing this year. Yeah, yeah, Coda was bullshit. That was my Bristol dirt. Oh, man, I hated it so much. Fair Spa enough. Bad too. I forgot to put that in my worst. I mean, me and me and Borcher, he, went, he came from all the way from Seattle to Daytona to watch this Coke 0400. In the morning after the race – like we, we watched the F1 race in the hotel room and it, it's raining so hard. Like, okay, nothing's happening. Like surely they're going to start this race eventually. Right. Another hour goes by, nothing happens. Another hour goes by, nothing happens. 
And sure enough, we spent maybe six or seven hours in the hotel room waiting for this race to start. What they do, they decide to run two pace laps because that's the rules. Like, okay, if we run two pace laps, the race is official. Pull into the pits and they like they declare a winner and they give them points. And it's like, yeah, we just sat yeah. there like six hours waiting for a race and got nothing. Yeah, and you see George Russell George Russell finished second. Yeah. Yeah, like he's the only human being that enjoyed that day. Yeah. Fans didn't get refunds either. Well, other than that, man, we burned through that list a little quicker than I thought. I'm going to open it up. Um, do you guys have anything racing or not related that y'all want to talk about before we start plugging away here at the end? Let's see. I mean, we got to do, like, what are we doing? Maybe favorite M&M's moments, favorite M&M's paint schemes. Like, we got to do something. There we go. Dalton, you got a list. Oh, hell yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> so, like, how are we doing this? Are we going to do, like, top ten or? Shoot, top five. It could be anything. Like, you just go around. Yeah. I don't know. List your, give me your favorite M&M's paint schemes. I am going to do top ten. How about that? That'll work. That's all right. Um, <clears throat> all right, so. I'm trying to remember. I, like, we did this on the first episode. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, or, or actually, no, excuse me. That was like all time, like any sponsor. So, yeah. um, all right. So, look at my diecast case up here. For, so, for number 10 of all time, I want to do. Uh, I'm going to go with that Eminem's pretzel. Or, no, no excuse me. Uh, let's do. Let's do Eminem's Halloween 2014 for the uh, number 10. Um, I liked it with the uh, 2014 Camry instead of the 2015 through 16 Camry. Uh, it looked a lot more meaner to me. You know, the orange and black Eminem's all over the hood, all the Eminem's characters and costumes on the quarter panels and the bumper was just pretty sick. Um, for do you guys want to go next, or like are we gonna rotate around, oh. or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, give me all yours. You keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. <clears throat> Number nine, I should have planned this. <laughs> um, number nine, I want to do the. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I think for number nine, I want to do the Eminem Summer Fun 2008. Uh, he ran it at the. Uh, Brickyard for yes, Brickyard for hundred at uh, Indianapolis in uh, 2008. The AKA the Goodyear blowout race. Uh, the first ever red, white, and blue paint scheme for Kyle Bush. So I thought it was really awesome. I was expecting it uh, for him to run it at Daytona for the 4th of July race, but of course that was interstate. So I was kind of disappointed about that, but it was cool to see that on track at Indianapolis. Um, and now for number eight, I want to do the, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I want to do the Eminem's uh, hazelnut uh, from uh, 2019. Um Really loved the blue one. I really loved um, the flavor. I loved the flavor as well. Uh, I didn't really like hazelnut. I wasn't really into it, but uh, I didn't try the hazelnuts until um, the championship week at Nashville. Uh, they had like a M&M's uh, truck, like give out free hazelnuts to everybody. And they were actually pretty good. And uh, now they're not selling them anymore. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can buy them on M&M's.com or something. I'll have to go check that out, but I really do miss those hazelnuts. Uh, so that was a pretty sick scheme. Now, uh, for, for number seven, I'm going to do an underrated one. That doesn't get a much appreciation. And I just got this in the mail today. I got the uh, Ethel M164 uh, die cast right here in my hand. Uh, 
So I never really heard of Ethel M. Uh, apparently they were uh, owned by M&M's and it's a chocolate, like a little chocolate uh, cactus factory or museum in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I went to Vegas in 2020. I never heard of these guys, but if I would have, I would have uh, stopped by. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good scheme. I really liked the the kind of like teal blue they put on it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, next time I go to Vegas, I'll have to stop by and try their chocolates. Um, now for number six, I want to do uh, – I want to do the M&M's peanut butter uh, from uh, 2014. Um, I didn't really care much for the 2013 peanut butter scheme, but I thought the 2014 was a little bit better, uh, probably because of what they did to the hood. Uh, I really enjoyed like the uh, red M&M character on the quarter panel with the peanut butter hairdo. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, now for number five, I want to do the M&M's red, white, and blue from 2016 to uh, present. Um, just a simple red and white blue scheme. I like I like it when it's uh, plain white. Um, and uh, I- I'm going to continue with the other red, white, blue paint schemes for number four. I want to do the 2012 uh, red, white, blue M&M scheme from the 2012 Coke 600. He also ran out of Kentucky that year as well. Um, I got to say that's probably my all-time favorite uh, red, white, blue scheme, and I'm really going to miss those at the end of 2022. Um, and then for number three, here's where it gets tough. So... For number three, I'm going to do the M&M's 2012 uh, regular paint scheme. Um, 2012 was a great season for uh, paint schemes, and I thought Kyle had one of the best. Um, I really liked the uh, chocolate uh, chocolate splash on the sides of the cars. Uh, That was probably my favorite part of it. Uh, That's what the year they uh, introduced the uh, brown M&M character. She got to get on the car as well, which was pretty cool. Uh, They... They had all Eminem's uh, scheme for the Miss Brown character. I thought that was pretty cool, but not as good as the 2012. So that was my 2012 was probably my all-time favorite uh, regular Eminem's paint scheme. But number two, number two, I want to do 2017 through present uh, Eminem or 2021, excuse me, because it's going to change next year. Uh, 2017 to 2021, uh, Eminem's yellow, um, probably the most simple Eminem scheme he's ever ran. Uh, and now number one, uh, this is uh, definitely an easy one. Number one will always be uh, the crispy M and M's, the championship winning flavor. I got to see it win the championship in Homestead, which was a wonderful moment. Uh, hopefully, that will be a throwback at Darlington this year for M and M's final season. Um, one thing I would love, I tweeted this out uh, after the announcement was made. I want to see M and M's do all their characters, uh, or, or no, excuse me, all their flavors for one final year, like. We get like a white chocolate. We get to do a uh, yeah, regular M&M's, the hazelnuts, the caramels. Uh, br- bring it all this year. You know, I'd like for them to go out with a bang. So even if you're watching this, give me all the flavors next year. Let's uh, let's have a good year, you know. So, yeah, there's my uh, top 10 M&M's uh, paint schemes list. Yeah, we're, you're giving us tough competition here because, like, you know, I didn't think of this either. I was like, I don't know if I can name 10, but I can. I'm going for five. Like, I know number. I'm going from the top down. So number one, easily crispy car. There's no debate. Um, let's see. Number two, I'm probably going to go a little bit further back. Definitely the pretzel car, that blue and brown. From like 2010 or 14? Like 2010, 2011, M&M's pretzel. Yeah, okay. That's the best yeah, one, yes. Those were some of my favorite flavors as a kid, and I love the color blue, so I have to go with that. Um, uh, number real quick, three, have you, have you tried those uh, snowballs yet? No, I haven't tried those. They weren't bad, honestly. It, it's it's white chocolate pretzel. Uh, okay. I did a review on it. Uh, I gave it a 
I think I gave it a six, eight, something like that. Uh, it, it wasn't terrible. I, I didn't really like the pretzels. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was just too salty for me, but, um, I think the white chocolate, uh, being in that really helped, but, uh, I was just asking if you tried those. They're they're only limited time if you want them because they're a Christmas flavor. So if yeah. you want to go to Walmart, get them, you better. Yeah, so let's see. Number three. Um, probably I'm going to go way off the beaten path here. Um, I'm probably going with the Skittle Sweet Heat car, like the all black that ran, I think, two races. Oh, my God, yes. Like, I've never eaten Skittle Sweet Heat, but I just love the look of the paint scheme. Like the black with the little flame on it. And I'm like, that was that was perfect. Honestly, I like that a little more than the primary Skittles car, so I'm going with that in agree. the top five. Number four, um, this is a tough one. Um, I really like the M&M's Minis car that ran this year. I really like the M&M's Hazelnut car that ran a few years ago. I also really like the Caramel car that ran like three or four years ago. But I'm probably going to go with the Hazelnut car again because I have the preference for blue. Um it's not like my 100% favorite flavor, but I have to go with the scheme. And then the last one, without a doubt, the 2012 Patriotic paint scheme. The white one was good, but the blue one's definitely, like, that was definitely my favorite because I have a little 164 of that as a kid. I don't know where it is. I, it might still be in one of those boxes up there. But... I, got, I got it up here, man. Oh, you're so lucky. I, see, I don't know where it is. Like, I don't know which house it's at. It, it might be gone, but there's somewhere in this house – there is a box with all of my 164s. All right. So I have, while Dalton's grabbing that, I have compiled my list. All right. I spent a little bit looking up to make sure I had the right did years get, and everything. Did you go for a full 10? I went for five. Right. Because uh, I could probably keep going. It's just, I, I, I'm i kind of like lost after after five. You know? Yeah. It just gets convoluted. Not, um, I'm going to go number oh, five. I got yeah, that at Walmart when that came out. Um, I'm going to go number five was the 2010 M&M's pretzel. That scheme looked yes. good. I like the orange number on the top, that nice brighter blue, not so much the dark blue they ran in 2014. Um, up from the bottom, number four is the Ken Schrader 2000 4th of July car. I know it's not a Kyle Busch car. Is it the 911 car or is it the – No, um, the 2000 4th of July one. Let me pull it up here. Oh, man, yeah, I don't remember this one. Actually, while you're doing that, I kind of want to take one away. Now that I just thought of it, I want to take one away off my list. Um, I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know you were doing other drivers. So that's that was my conclusion. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, M&Ms. What was my number five? Was my number five the white, red, white, and blue scheme? Yes. Well, no, I think it was white or blue. I know one of them was blue. Uh, the blue one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the blue, blue one was blue four. Blue and white, yeah. Yeah. For number five, I want to take that one away. And for number five, I want to do the Transformers M&Ms. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I completely forgot about that one. I forgot one, too. It was a Starburst car that ran last year in yeah, the Xfinity. The, yeah, the Transformers. Sure the Transformers 2 was probably my favorite Transformers movie of all time. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but um, I remember like I was going to see that movie that weekend. I had no idea Kyle was doing a Transformers scheme. And when I saw it at practice in uh, Sonoma that weekend, I'm, I got like so excited. Like It was like a kid on Christmas when he saw his present. Uh, it was... What my my favorite all time uh, movie scheme, uh, the Transformers one. Ooh, ooh. ooh that was sick. That was a good looking car. Um, kind of hard to see on camera, but yeah, it was a good looking car. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with the 2004 Elliott Sadler Daytona 500 grayscale M and M's. Oh, the entire car was black and white, and had those bright time. orange numbers on it. That one was sick. 
Um, number two is the Kyle Busch zombie M&Ms that he won at, at Texas with in 2020. Um, I really like that car. Uh, the nice black and white with a little bit of color in there. Um, that one was that one was fucking dope. And then number one, my all-time favorite M&M scheme is the Kyle Busch Indiana Jones M&M. Darling, I can't believe I, I can't believe I put forgot to put that in my list either. Damn that it! One is my all-time goat. There's just so many of them. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Uh, that was also uh, a fun fun fact. I, I watched that movie the day that happened. I, I remember we went to the movie theater. We watched that movie, and then the very next night we come home. I watched the Southern 500. And Kyle won that car, so that was pretty cool. And I finally got that diecast. Uh, it's downstairs. Hell yeah! Yeah, I knew you were on a hunt for it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I finally got lucky. Uh, it was before the Bristol Dirt Weekend. Um, shout out to uh, Ryan Hartz on uh, Twitter. I I spent like days tweeting, does anybody have this? Does anybody have this? And uh, he said, hey, I got this. I don't really want it anymore. I said, how much you want for it? I, he said 150 I said, dude, that's my exact price rate. Like, can we make a deal here? He said, yeah, uh, DM me your inf- uh, Venmo and I'll give it to you. So I hit him up and uh, he forgot it was autographed. Like he pulled it out. He forgot it was autographed. And he texted back and said, so it, I didn't notice, but it was actually autographed. But since you're a diehard fan, I'll, I'll keep it at 150. I said, deal. Yeah. Just take my money. I had at a garage sale. I want to say I was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13. I was still a Kyle Busch fan at the time. Um, I found his rookie Busch series car, that number five Lowe's, mm-hmm. and it was autographed. And I got rid of it a couple years ago. But man, if I still had it, I'd fucking send it to you. Yeah, I don't really collect much of his Xfinity cars. The only Xfinity diecast I have is his monster car. Because uh, I was the, my all-time favorite Xfinity car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the I'm reason definitely, it was cool was because it was it was from 2004. Like yeah, I'm definitely gonna get the uh, got it signed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get the Nashville uh, 100th win and, and the Atlanta win uh, for the Xfinity series, and that's pretty much it. I'm thinking about getting his 2009 championship, but overall for Xfinity, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for like if I'm looking for a Kyle Busch diecast, I'm either thinking. One of the race wins that he had in the pretzel car, um, I, I think he won like a Richmond race in that one. Like uh, that was the only one, and I was there. Real okay, yeah. So that he won that. Um, maybe like 2015, maybe like Sonoma or Kentucky, thinking that. Or or I mean, Good I visited the KBM shop in I think 2019, and if there's a diecast of a Z line car out there, like I know, oh, yeah, like, this is definitely uh, one of them because no, they have one. I know yeah. eBay does. Like I'm, I'm going on eBay and I will find that car eventually because if there's a Kyle Busch car, that is the first on my list. Like that's my all-time favorite nationwide paint scheme. So maybe Z-Line should come back and sponsor Kyle. I wouldn't mind that. Oh yes, yes. I man, that'd be perfect. Well, guys, that was a lot of fun. Dalton, it was awesome having you on again. Yeah, uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, Alex, I I hate you're not on here, but uh, thanks for. Uh, Tell me to come on and replace you tonight. Uh, really enjoy talking to you guys. Uh, again, the podcast last night was fun as hell. Uh, sorry, I didn't know what uh, wool was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just thanks again for having me on. I I figured somebody would want me on uh, somewhere to talk about the M&M's news. And uh, glad you guys were the first ones to bring it up. So really appreciate you. Oh, no, Alex, hold on. Hold on. He, he just texted me. He said, send me a link and I'll hop on. Col- oh, Col- shit. Col- okay. Because I don't, my phone and my computer are not like, hooked up. So While I'm doing this, Dalton, you got send any plugs? Uh, yeah, so uh, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, DaltonGood18 if you haven't yes. already. Uh, I'm two away from uh, 2,250 followers, so uh, I want to get to 250 uh, at the by the end of uh, the year this year. So 
you guys go ahead and give me a follow. Uh, I'd like to get to 2300 uh, before the Daytona 500 if you can. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I really need my follower account to jump there, uh, even though I don't Instagram. post much. Like that's what I was gonna say too. Oh uh, yeah, like, uh, at at Dalton Riding Bush 18 on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so you can also tune in down here. Shoot, I can't even point to it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll get you. Uh, you can also tune in to uh, my podcast on uh, Left Turn Cult. Um, we are currently in a hiatus right now, but uh, we should be back uh, sometime after uh, New Year's. Uh, we had to stop a little bit for uh, Cody and Cooper to get done with their, uh, their schoolwork, but uh, we're going to come back on soon. We're going to give you guys some off-season content. Also, speaking of Lester Cole, I just announced a new segment uh, called uh, Dalton Goods Rider Reactions uh, starting in 2022. You get to watch me go live, react to a handful of races, uh, for, starting with the Bush class next year on February 6th, uh, live on Lester Cole's Twitter and YouTube. Uh, I'm also doing the Atlanta race in March, uh, the Martinsville race in April, uh, Gateway in June, uh, New Hampshire in July, uh, the regular season finale at Daytona, uh, then the Charlotte Roval in October, then the championship race of Phoenix. Uh, I'll be live on Electric Cold sitting uh, right here on this uh, desk. Uh, my TV is right there. Just put it there. So it should be fun. Uh, there'll probably be screaming if Cobbless Rex. Uh, there'll probably be a celebration if he wins. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. So you guys should tune into that. Uh, I'm wanting 18 follow or 18 viewers. Uh, for the Bush class, if you can, that's my goal to start. So make sure you guys tune into that. Hell yeah. Um, you also forgot one big plug about left turn Colt. It's that Colton's going to be on the show. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm currently working on that. Uh, Cooper and Cody are currently being dicks about that at the moment. Um, I always tell them, Hey, can we, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do that? And I get no response or they start talking about something else. Like they change the subject. And, and it's not just you. It's with everybody. Like I, I say, Hey, hey, when, when are we going live? Like, when, when are we going to do a show? And, like, they would never answer me. So, that's Man, if they're watching, he, they, if Dalton's throwing some shade. We're you guys better get your shit together. Okay, we, we admit this. We are the most uh, unorganized and uh, podcast on NASCAR. Uh, we're, we're very inconsistent, uh, just like uh, some of NASCAR's calls. We're sorry about that. But uh, now we got you. Oh, Nathan, thank you for the follow, by the way. Yeah. I'll hit you right back. Um, Nate, you got any plugs real quick or are we waiting for Alex Ooh, to get man. in? Uh, let's see. Um, it's not necessarily a plug, but, um, whenever they do get done, um, I like to thank HPG raps because I'm not artistically talented. I have to have somebody else do my helmet for me. Like I know what I want on there. I just cannot do anything artistically. So I set my helmet up there and lo and behold, they're going to wrap it in the design I wanted. So that's been a long time coming for me. Um, I was going to get it painted at first and I was like, you know what? No, I don't know what I want. So like, I'm just going to get wrapped because it's easier that way. Um, lower maintenance. So, you know, I got new colors for next year. So hopefully um, I will have the fan feel logo on the visor for when I do Cardi next year. So there might be some more brands on there. Who knows? So just, just gotta wait and see. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Man, Alex sure is taking his sweet time. He's isn't he still in Mexico or something? I think so. I'm pretty he's sure. Gotta be in Mexico. Wait, oh, is he, he still on the road? He's in Mexico for Christmas. No, like, like is he there? Or is he still on the way? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not oh, sure. Man. I think he's already there. If well, um, if he's still on the way, he probably don't have connection. He just said getting gas, maybe a few. Um, oh. Damn, okay, Alex, so he's, he's gonna be on. We we know that. Yeah. 
Oh. Dalton, how good are you at filling airtime? What's up? How good are you at filling airtime? Filling airtime? By my last name. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is – so we've talked about it on here. Um, I want to get your opinion of it. The fact that Door Bumper Clear a few months ago was talking about um, Ty Gibbs and that he's going to run full-time Xfinity this next year and that they're probably going to try to move him up to cup just because that kid's he's, – he's ready. Um, and they mentioned – that there would be a high-profile seat more than likely open up at Joe Gibbs Racing. With Eminem stepping out, and I've said it for a couple months now, that I think it's going to be Kyle Busch that's given up his seat. If he doesn't like these new cars, um, he, he had a ton of fun when he did the rally cross. Um, you know, we could see another Jimmy Johnson thing where he just goes to drive stuff that he likes. I want him to go just full time Xfinity and just rack up like 160 wins. Um, yeah. yeah, get to 200 in Xfinity series. Um, but what I want to know your opinion on that. What are you going to do if Kyle does retire within the next year or two? You know, this was uh, <clears throat> this is exactly what I, what I meant when I said the future was uncertain right now. Like, let's recall it always joke around saying, hey, Ty Gibbs is going to take that 18 ride. Ty, Ty Gibbs is going to take that 18 ride. <laughs> and <clears throat> my reaction would always be like laughing in their face. But now with this news, I've, I'm starting to think that's real right now. Um, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, uh, Kurt Busch is not far from retirement. I don't know if his contract's one to two years. I know it's no more than two. Um, but whenever he leaves, that's going to open the door for monster to come right back in, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, with this Eminem's news, um, that I hate to panic or I hate to make the right of nation panic, but it's <laughs> dread is slowly setting in. <laughs> I, it's, it might have, I mean, get ready to either move teams. Um, the last thing I want, I mean, if Kyle moves to a new team, fine, you know, I'm, I mean, again, it's going to suck having to replace everything, but, I mean, I can get over it. But what I don't want is an early retirement. I feel like he has about seven to eight more years left in him. I want him to finish off in seven, eight years. I mean, I get if he wants to um, spend time with family. I mean, that's fine. I mean, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially having a, a surrogate uh, kid uh, next May. Um, and I know he wants to focus on Brexit, getting Brexit ready. Uh, I'll be waiting for Brexit when he comes in. But this is the last thing I want is a Carl Edwards retirement. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. I can't imagine what Carl Edwards fans went through the day he just randomly said, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. You know, bye. Um, that's just what I don't – that's the last thing I want to happen. I mean, I can handle Kyle moving teams. I can handle a new sponsor. But an early retirement is what I'm honestly scared for. But – I don't know if I want to say early retirement yet. Uh, again, it's very surprising that we never heard what he said about the Gen 7. Uh, but, however, he's he is doing two more tests uh, with it, so we'll probably get something there, uh, hopefully. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm just kind of worried about the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's all going to work out. But um, I guess we'll find out more about that next year. But um, I think per Bob Parker, as he said, like next year uh, is his last year. So for, for Joe Gibbs at least, um, but I, again, last thing I'm hoping for is early retirement, but as for Joe Gibbs racing, I, I don't see Kyle staying at Joe Gibbs racing long. Um, I know Denny Hamlin uh, is, 
I think Teddy Hamill's going to stay at Gibbs. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, he probably could go to 23XI, run for his own team, but I don't see that happening now because of FedEx. Um, Truex is not far from retirement, but I'm, I feel like five more years for him. Uh, it could depend on what happens to Christopher Bell if he doesn't do anything, uh, but Ty Gibbs taking yeah. that 18 rod is starting to look a little realistic. And it, it's very scary. And I'm not going to be mad at that. I mean, that's Joker's grandson. Of course, he's going to sign him, um, and, and that's fine. Uh, hell, I might pull for Ty Gibbs when Kyle retires and it, it, it wait until Brexit comes in because uh, I really like the guy. But, um, yeah, it's I don't know what's going to happen. I don't – not really – I'm. there's a lot of questions to be answered for next year. Um, so, well, guess we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of a follow-up question is who would you pull for? Obviously, you answered that with uh, – with Ty Gibbs and then um, Braxton, whenever he comes in. Yeah. Um, now if Kyle does these next two, uh, next gen tests and we still hear him be silent, is that more worrisome for you than him coming out being negative? Oh yes. That, yeah. Okay. Yes. I figured. Yeah. Usually a silence, especially from Kyle is worse than him going out and just bad mouthing something, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they were afraid that he was going to talk shit about it. Like, cause NASCAR probably didn't want that, but I mean, with the drivers being happy about it, I I don't know what's going yeah. on there. But well, I guess we'll see what happens in the next two tests. But I mean, yeah, I'm I'm kind of freaking out to be honest with you. I just don't I don't know what all is going to happen after this. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I it, agree. It just sucks. I mean, that's what happened with Terry Labonte. I I didn't start watching with NASCAR until late in his career. Um, I knew he would. Mom kept telling me, you know, he hey Terry's like getting ready to retire soon. I mean, he's getting old. Um, and that's probably another reason why I didn't really watch NASCAR from 2005 to 2006. Well, mostly I forgot about it, but like with Terry Labonte leaving, like there was no other driver to pull for. Um, and, and I hate to have to do that all over again. I mean, I mean it's just part of being a fan uh, of, of anybody uh, except for Nathan. I mean, he's got it made because Denny Hamlin has, you don't have to worry about Denny Hamlin going anywhere. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, it, it happens to everybody. You know, everybody's going to lose sponsors. Everybody's going to move teams. Uh, you got to prepare for that. You got to spend money on uh, more merchandise of uh, different sponsors. Um, it it sucks, but, you know, again, it's, it's that's what part of being a racing fan. It, it's kind of like the NFL. You know, you you get a uh, Christian McCaffrey jersey, but he keeps getting hurt because he's born with the glass bones and paper skin, and he might not hang around in Carolina anymore. So he may have to leave, and then now you got to buy a new jersey of uh, – whoever, because, you know, if he's not playing for Carolina, then what's the point of wearing his jersey, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you get any NASCAR merch for Christmas, or did you ask for any? You remember that Eminem's backdrop that I bought? Yeah. <laughs> I no. bought that shit two fucking weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, I just bought this jacket. Uh, a month ago, I wore it to the burnouts. Um, what else did I get? My aunt bought me uh, M&M mugs uh, on Man. Saturday. So, 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 yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm really, really pissed. But you'll still have it. And, and, I mean, you figure even if in, say, 15 years, you don't want all the M&M shit, I'm sure it'll go for decent money on eBay. You know, well, you well, the stuff you yeah. don't want. Well, again, I mean, it's not like they're going to Chase Elliott or Joe Logano. Like, if that was the case, then I'd really have to get rid of all my stuff. But since they're just leaving the sport, I mean, that pretty much means, you know, Kyle, 
they ended with Kyle. So, you know, it's still him, yeah. no matter what happens to him. So it won't be too bad. I mean, hell, I still got um, number five gear from where I started pulling for him in 2007. Um, now, the shirts, however, don't fit me anymore. But, I mean, I still got a couple hats, uh, which are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm going to have to rearrange this whole room. Uh, I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, rest in peace, my MN bed sheets, too, because uh, that's going to be no more after 2022. Oh, Alex is here. Oh, All there right. he is. He made it. What's up, guys? Hey. Can you hear me? How's yeah, we going? got you. The hostess with the mostess. Oh, that's so cute. Um, yeah, I'm uh in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So oh. I'm at Love's. I don't know if you can see it behind me, repping yeah, the NASCAR shit with uh Michael McDowell's sponsor. Another law sponsor. We uh, had a, a very eventful day. I've been stuck in traffic for about three to four hours. Um, and our road trip is not going so hot because of that. Damn. When are you, uh, when are you supposed to get to Mexico? Uh, we're going to get to the border. Probably what? Like five hours. So we still got like five hours to go. Yeah. How far Um, into Mexico are you going? About six hours. Damn. Oh, God. Are you driving at all yeah. tonight? No, we're going to leave in the morning um, from from Myra's parents' house. So we're going to go see all her family uh, in Mexico. So it's going to be fun for Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I just wanted to hop on and say uh, hello and Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year's. Thanks for yeah. all that you guys have done, you know, this whole season watching um, and supporting us on Twitter and Facebook and everything. And, of course, you guys, Colton and Nathan, for being there uh, pretty much since the beginning. And, of course, Dalton for being our first repeat guest because you're such a badass. Hey, thanks, buddy. Glad I can sub in for you. I missed you last night, but I was at, I was at work. So uh, I'll at be least I gave you a good laugh, be... you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you um, can thank Wool for uh... – I'm, I'm still <laughs> on that shit, man. How did you not know what Wool was? I like... swear to God, I've never heard of that word in my entire life. My family never mentioned it to me. I never heard anything about it. I don't play my crap. What did you so think I... the sheep had on them? Fur? Like, is that what you called it? I, I swear to God, I, did, I, did, I really didn't know. Skin? I don't know. Like sheep have that's skin. where that's where the cotton candy came from. Like I, I don't know. Oh like yeah, I'm 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 embarrassed. Like I probably should have known, yes, but uh it's in my Twitter bio now. So if, if you haven't seen I literally yeah, I've been to, watching we- the show. Uh well, okay. I've been listening to the show because I'm not supposed to be watching and driving. So um Iris had it on her phone, chiming in with everything that I've had to say. I do want to say to you though, just like last time when we were on and we were talking about cowboy schemes. Um, that transformer scheme is trash. Flames are the devil. Hell no. That's a you that's a bad fucking that. take. Wow. You and Parv would get along, Alex. Yeah. I just, <laughs> flames are the ugliest thing I've ever seen on a race. Look, I'm not saying that flames look good. It's just that was decently executed. Like not no, it was ugly, but that one was fine. I will say though, I will agree with Colton. Um, the one I was looking at, uh, saying for my top three was number one was the Indiana Jones car. Um, and then my two and three were from the same year of 2008. Uh, the green and pink, all all green and all pink M&M's cars that he ran that year. Yeah, I remember those. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to hop off and get back on the road. You guys uh, have a good rest of the show. And uh, like I said, everybody uh, who's watched all 
season long. Thanks for all the support. Yeah, well, you drive safe. Um, let us know when you get there. Merry Christmas to you guys. Um, nice of you to, to hop on in here for a minute or two. Yeah, you know, I just had to trash talk Dalton. That's, that's kind of yeah. what we do here. That was an emergency stop. Emergency press conference, Alex, you tossed Dalton. Yeah. No, uh, but we uh, we met up at Talladega, and uh, no, it was really cool to see him and all the guys from Chairgate and Lefter and Cole. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to do that again. Well, I'm uh, I'm thinking about Daytona 500. Uh, still trying to figure that out. Uh, I will be back at both Talladegas, uh, Bristol Dirt, uh, and Nashville, uh, Atlanta, July, and that's all I have for right now. So if you're there, come say hi. Alex, well, Atlanta, probably one of the Talladegas will be there. Uh, and one of the Atlantas, I'm not sure which one yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, either way, it flies. Either way, your guys' Atlanta flies. Um, I'm thinking July Atlanta is looking like the race I'm going to next year. Really? Uh, yeah. So. I cannot do. I can't do the March Atlanta because I'm. That's uh, one of my rowdy reactions uh, races that I'm doing. So uh, it's gonna have to be in July. Yeah. All right, Alex. Yeah. You took it easy. Thank you for hopping on on again. No problem. Uh, I can't wait to you I'm get back and you can actually do this shit. <laughs> not not so easy hosting, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> no, yeah, I can't do it, so I'm having Colton do all the work. Uh, it's been a really good show so far tonight, though, so you guys continue kicking ass, and uh, I'll see you all next year. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. yeah. Next year. All right, everybody. Bye. Take it easy. See you, Alex. All right. Well, with that, any final comments? Uh, thank you, M&Ms, for – a fun almost 15 years uh i hate you leaving but i mean no hard feelings this business i get it i'm, I'm still gonna buy your products i'll still support y'all i'm gonna keep all my stuff that i bought for y'all um just really sad to see you go but um i wish y'all nothing but the best hopefully you uh find some good business elsewhere um hopefully we can give you one final good season hopefully with, with the daytona 500 the championship to end it all out yeah, um, I'll definitely thank Mars Products for being a NASCAR supporter for, what, 30 years, which is way longer than I've been alive. I um, want to thank Rental Cart Super Tour for helping me probably for the past three or four months with carding and everything. So also want to thank everyone that supported the podcast because I know that we went from basically nothing at the beginning of the year. It was, you know, two or three of us. We just got together. We're like, you know what, we're starting a podcast and We've probably doubled in followers in the past month or so. So that's, we're, we're looking good for next year. Um, I don't want to get too optimistic yet, but I think if we can double by the end of next year, I think we're in a good spot. Just keep it up. Trust me, sir. Just keep it up. You'll, you'll get to where you need to be. Yeah. 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 And bounce off that. Um, this will be Mars's 15th season with Kyle Busch. Um, so it's been a great run with them. Um, and again, I want to thank all the fans that we've acquired over the last year. Um, I know most of the viewers that we have, at least live, are obligatory, um, being girlfriends, wives, whatnot, it seems like. Um, however, it's still nice to have a little bit of growth here, um, and especially all the fans that interact with us on Twitter, on Facebook. We get a lot of it now. Um, and for those of you that check us out on YouTube, we really appreciate you guys. Um, check us out at FanFuelMSM on Twitter. That's capital F, capital F, capital MSM. Check us out on Facebook. Um, go ahead and follow us on YouTube at FanFuelMotorsports. Um, and also check us out on fanfuelmotorsports.com. Yes. Um, we've been we'll have articles. Articles lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of slow in the off season. We will get back up on that. And you guys can also um, have a chance 
and we'd really appreciate it to submit content. Um, we'll kind of go through all those. There is an application form on our Twitter bio. Um, go ahead and fill that out. We're going to try to get more fans on the podcast next year. Um, we have some big guests that we're lining up for 2022, just at the start of the year, let alone uh, midway or towards the end of the season. Um, so I'm super stoked for that. Again, thank you guys for supporting us so much. Thank you, Dalton, again, for coming on, our first repeat guest. Um, thanks to all our guests this year, um, everyone from Rajak Ruth, Keith Merrick, Kevin from Virginia, um, Justin Champagne was really our first guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of a lot of great guests on this year, um, and I can't <laughs> wait to do it all again next year um, and see what the future holds for us. So with that, you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, be safe, and we will see you guys in 2022 with some big things coming.